A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Comfort, give comfort to my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her service is at an end, her guilt is expiated. Indeed, she has received from the hand of the Lord double for all her sins. A voice cries out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the wasteland a highway for our God. Every valley shall be filled in, every mountain and hill shall be made low. The rugged land shall be made a plain, the rough country a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all the people shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Go up unto a high mountain, Zion, herald of glad tidings. Cry out at the top of your voice, Jerusalem, herald of good news. Fear not to cry out and say to the cities of Judah, Here is your God. Here comes with power the Lord God, who rules by his strong arm. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he feeds his flock, and his arms he gathers the lambs, carrying them in his bosom and leading the ewes with care. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. I will hear what God proclaims the Lord, for he proclaims peace to his people. Near indeed is his salvation to those who fear him, glory dwelling in our land. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. Kindness and truth shall meet, justice and peace shall kiss, truth shall spring out of the earth, and justice shall look down from heaven. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. The Lord himself will give his benefits, our land shall yield its increase. Justice shall walk before him and prepare the way of his steps. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. A reading from the second letter of St. Peter. Do not ignore this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like one day. The Lord does not delay his promise, as some regard delay, but he is patient with you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a mighty roar, and the elements will be dissolved by fire, and the earth and everything done in it will be found out. Since everything is to be dissolved in this way, what sort of persons ought you to be, conducting yourselves in holiness and devotion, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God? because of which the heavens will be dissolved in flames and the elements melted by fire. But according to his promise, we await the new heavens and a new earth in which the righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, since you await these things, be eager to be found without spot or blemish before him at peace. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way, a voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way the Lord makes straight his paths. John the Baptist appeared in the desert proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People of the whole Judean countryside and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. He fed on locusts and wild honey, and this is what he proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I'm not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I've baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. John the Baptist is the second coming of Elijah, and this was a big deal. Elijah arguably was the greatest prophet Israel had ever known. Think of his story. 
he doesn't write a book like the other prophets. He has these kind of fleeting moments that are recounted in the first and second books of Kings in the Old Testament. But his his experiences and his actions were were monumental. He he alone made the king of Israel tremble, King Ahab at the time. When Ahab, who feared no one else, heard that Elijah was speaking and that Elijah was coming, Ahab feared. Elijah battled the false prophets of Baal and he beat them and he killed them. When the king sent other men, soldiers, to try to capture Elijah and imprison him, he rained down fire from heaven to destroy them. He couldn't be touched. He ran faster than a chariot, literally, miraculously. He had control over nature. He summoned and then ended a, a drought and a famine. He appointed his successor, Elisha. He miraculously parted, dried up the waters of the Jordan River. And when all the other prophets were killed, Elijah was not. Elijah went unscathed. He was taken up to heaven on a fiery chariot. And so it was prophesied that when Elijah came back on that fiery chariot, it was going to be a big deal. And so here it is. Here's the moment. John the Baptist, Elijah returned. This is why, as Mark tells us, the whole Judean countryside is coming to see the, the Baptist or Elijah. John the Baptist looking like Elijah, dressing like Elijah, eating like Elijah, preaching like Elijah. I, I love particularly that leather belt that Mark tells us he wore around his waist. Don't think of like the leather belt that men wear today that you get from Target or whatever. You know, like that thin piece of strap. No, no, this was like a big, think of like a WWF you know, championship belt broad, wide, flashy. He was making everyone know that this was the moment. But, you know, John didn't preach himself. He wasn't proud. He wasn't arrogant. He wasn't, you know, like a showboat. You know, this is all about me. This is, you know, my concert, my farewell tour, my return tour, like Taylor Swift or whatever. No, no, no. John the Baptist was pointing not to himself, but to, to Jesus Christ. One mightier than I is coming after me. John, this is why John would be arrested, unlike Elijah, and he would be killed by the king of Israel, unlike Elijah. Now remember, Jesus says that John the Baptist is the greatest. He, John the, as great as Elijah was, John the Baptist is even greater. And the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than John the Baptist. How amazing is that? John allowed himself to be killed because, it, again, the show was over now. The opening act Elijah was the opening act for John. John was the opening act for Christ. He could, he could diminish. And so it's about Jesus Christ now. So John's got everyone listening to him, trying to get the people excited because this is now the restoration of Israel. Israel had been in a very dark place. Mediocrity had set in at best. A staleness, a flatness, a long, dark night. But now that night was over. As, as Zechariah, John the Baptist's father, said, the dawn from on high is breaking upon us. So John was enthused, trying to get the people excited that there's hope. Like Isaiah is saying, you know, uh, the, your, your service, Jerusalem, is at an end. Your guilt is expiated. Go up onto this high mountain and, and herald of glad tidings, cry out at the top of the voice this good news. So the people are getting excited. And so John's saying, all right, now you're excited, but I need you to do something else. What I need you to do beyond just being excited and enthused and hopeful is what? 
repent. John the Baptist preached a baptism of forgiveness of sins. So repent, people. That is, make yourselves lowly. The problem with Israel is they were making the people and the kings especially, and the leaders, were making themselves exalted. They were treating themselves as gods. Gods deserve worship. Gods deserve power and honor and glory and pleasure. And so people making themselves gods, self-idolatry, are grasping at honor and power and pleasure and greed and so forth. And what does Jesus say? Those who are exalted will be brought down. But those who are made lowly will be lifted on high. So repent. That is, don't think of yourself as a god. Think of yourself as lowly. Nothing. Open. And God will raise you up. And that's how this nation, and that's how you individually will become great, by repenting, acknowledging your sins. Now you might think, well, I don't, this is just seems kind of heavy. Like I don't want to think of myself as a terrible sinner. Well, trust in God. Again, he says, you make yourself lowly, you're going to be, you're going to be lifted up on high. There's that great scene when Elijah, I had made a reference to it earlier, makes the Jordan River uh, part water, sort of like a mini Red Sea. He's with, he's with his successor, Elisha, and they easily could have walked across the, the Jordan River, but they wanted to, Elijah wanted to do something sort of, what, memorable. So he takes off his, his cloak, his mantle, and he throws it into the ground. He throws it into the river. He, may, he, he brings it down low, casts himself upon the ground. And what happens when that mantle goes into the water, the river's, what, the river dries up, the, the river's part. So likewise, if we, as that mantle, if we throw ourselves down those, those rivers, those waters of mediocrity, of staleness that seem to have set upon our society, and some would even say upon our church, this flatness, this darkness, those will part. You'll be lifted up, and what, the next generation will be able to walk across us into the kingdom of God. Amen.